find out what's making you sick and how to heal. Anthony William is the medical medium. Hello, I'm Anthony William. You're listening to the Medical Medium Radio Show. We're talking about fearing celery juice, all the fears, the the fear that's created out there. You know, it goes along with myths and rumors and rumors and fears. And, you know, it's unbelievable what happens out there. So that's what we're talking about. Really important. Advanced information, have science and research. That's what medical medium shows are about. Medical medium books, medical medium liver rescue and the rest of the books. And medical medium celery juice. That book too. Make sure you have it. It's really a critical one. And... It's really important, actually, for so many reasons. I mean, I can't touch what's in that book and through these radio shows. Always remember that. I know that some people, one person said to me, hey, I could just listen to your radio show. I don't need to get your book. I'm like, okay, if that's what you want to do. But there's there's the radio shows, they can't touch what's in the book. Tremendous amounts of information, way beyond what I can do here on the radio shows. And um, But we're talking about the fears that are created and what that is, like, what does that mean? You'll just hear them over and over again, all different kinds out there. And I'm just going to cover some because the book has so many of them in there of what you got to look out for, what you're hearing out there and all that. There's so much of that, but I could only cover some and I'm going to cover them right now. Let's do it. Let's go straight into it. Oxalates. So what you might see on social media or other places, it's like, Celery juice has oxalates. Oxalates. Worry about the oxalate thing. Oh, whoa. There's so many problems with that one all on its own. There are so many issues with that all on its own. Do not be concerned about oxalate. Oxalic acid in celery juice. The myth that certain leafy green vegetables and herbs such as celery are high in oxalates and therefore harmful is completely misguided. When I mean completely misguided, oxalates not even barely exist in celery juice. This is so important. This myth prevents so many people from getting the powerful healing they need it, the nutrients, the healing properties that foods have. And it, you know, it could provide them with so many nutrients and hearing a myth or a rumor or a fear that really doesn't exist is unbelievable. Okay, you might be, well, hey, wait a minute, I'm sensitive to oxalates. Is it? Are you? You sure? You sure that's what you're sensitive when you eat something? Because it's incredible what happens. I've had people tell me that. And then they eat something that doesn't have oxalates in it, or so-called doesn't have oxalates in it, and they're reacting on those, but they're not blaming oxalates. They're just they're not even blaming the food. But they're having bad reactions, a bad day, a bad day with their foods, a bad problem. And this is just a prime example right here. Oxalates are not the concern they are even believed to be. And that's a whole nother issue all on its own. Now, I respect... If you're scared about oxalates or you believe because you were told that that's probably why you're having an issue, I respect that. I totally do. And look, I'll stand by your side if you need me to do that. The one thing I will do is I'll stand with you, okay? I will. And, you know, I will be a friend about that 100%. But don't worry about it in celery juice, whatever you do. That's one place you should not, you, you should not worry about it. Do oxalates exist? Yeah, they exist. But they're not what they're made out to be or believed to be. You got to remember, you guys, 
that chronic illness had this whole succession of decades before now, okay? And the decades of succession were people not knowing what causes disease, illness, chronic symptoms, all the different mystery, chronic fatigue, all the mystery, fibromyalgia, everything else, you, you name it. They still don't even know outside of the medical medium books that puts the information out there so you can learn about that. But because nobody knew why everybody was sick, all these theories popped up over the decades. Candida, candida, it's candida. Meanwhile, candida, these people are viral and viral sick really bad. And I would tell different doctors, what are you talking about, candida? The people are sick, like really sick with things, like real things, real things going on. Like, like other things, like strep in their gut, eating away at their linings, real things going on. And, and I talk about all that. And this is what I mean. This is an example. Oxalates. Oxalates, you pull that out of a hat, uh, that rabbit out of your hat, because, you you know, I was going to say rabbit out of something else, because you pulled that out it, because you don't know what's caught the Epstein bar that's wreaking havoc, giving everybody fatigue and giving everybody neurological problems and, and, and depression and anxiety and everything else. These are the things, these are the fears that have cropped up over the years. Lectins isn't lectins is another one, another one that's cropped up. That cropped up because still no one knows what's wrong. What creates Hashimoto's thyroiditis and all these other illnesses and everything like this? You see what I'm saying? This is serious stuff. So oxalates is another one just thrown in there. Okay, let's fear oxalates now. Oh, and let's be somebody on social media and say, oh, oxalates and celery juice. Don't drink it. You just basically could have ruined somebody's life, somebody's life by doing that. Because what if that person? avoids celery juice when it's the one thing that could literally take them out of hell and bring them to heaven. What about that? Okay. Take them out of hell and bring them to paradise. How about that? Bring them to a place where, whoa, you mean I'm actually getting better for the first time in five years? And I could have listened to that jerk that said there's oxalates in there. Think about that. It's incredible how it works. There are oxalates in every single fruit, vegetable on the planet. Did you know that? There's more oxalates in more in every single fruit and vegetable than celery juice. But also on the planet, there's oxalates on it and everything. There's oxalates in animal proteins because the animals are eating. They're eating plant food. So there's oxalates in all the chicken. There's ox oxalates in all the, the, the meat. There's oxalates in lamb. There's oxalates in all of it. Because... Because of the oxalates that's in the grass, if it's grass-fed, the oxalates that are in everything. There's oxalates filled in meats. There's oxalates everywhere. But, of course, a piece of fruit's going to be blamed for something, of course. Misinformation, fruit fear, stopping people from living longer, that's real great. And let's just throw celery in the mix, celery juice now. Incredible. Incre I can't say enough about this one. Oxalates in a plum, for example, are much different from those in a piece of cheese, okay? But there's oxalates in them all. This is an underfunded area to begin with the medical research and science because guess what? There really isn't any medical research and science on the oxalate theory. That's the whole point, you guys. That's the whole point. And research and science is a theory that can only be funded for a possible outcome always manipulated so the investors of the theory are happy. Over and over do I have to say this and teach people, it's incredible how it works. And you're not going to hear this from anybody, not one single podcast out there. 
Not one single podcast in health is going to say all the things that I say or different things that I say. None of them. This is an under underfunded area of medical research and science. No, so medical communities don't truly know how different forms of oxalates even react, react in the body or cum, accumulate in the body because there's no way to ever know. There's no science and research. Claims that oxalates should, you know, create be a problem in celery juice are unproven and unsubstantiated. They're unproven and unsubstantiated. That's the whole point. In reality, these foods do no harm. It's incredible how it works. You know, rather, they provide us with critical healing phytochemicals, minerals, vitamins, and more. The vast array of nutrients in so-called spinach, meaning high oxalate leafy greens such as spinach, are incredible for you. Celery are some of the most beneficial to us. Now, if someone says, wait a minute, Anthony, you're wrong. Because I react when I have spinach or I react when I have something. I react in my mouth. I feel the oxalic acid causing a problem. That's not the oxalic acid you're feeling causing the problem. That's an alkaloid. That's an alkaloid. Okay? That's what that is. Not oxalic acid. Oxalic acid, that's false. Okay? True is it's an alkaloid. A lot of leafy greens, certain types of spinach, not all types of spinach, will have a higher level of alkaloids, something that's not studied, something that's completely nobody even knows about, really. And alkaloids are so detoxifying. I mean, literally detoxifying. And, 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 and could stimulate the salivary glands, all of that, and cause a little bit of a stir. And people can react a little bit. But don't do the spinach then. That's okay if you're actually feeling that. But if you're not feeling that with things, then you should have it, regardless of oxalates or not, whatever it is. Now, that's how it works. I, I know a lot of people, lamb's quarters. I, I, remember, I remember foraging for wild lamb's quarters, okay? And I'm out there. I'm looking for wild lamb's quarters. I'm eating them. I always did good with wild lamb's quarters. Always did good. The alkaloid is really potent, but it never bothered me because it's a wild green. A lot of spinaches are almost on the wild side. Yes, are on the wild side practically. They are. There's a lot of varieties right on the edge of the wild side. They'll have a little higher alkaloid content. And I'd be foraging for lamb's quarters and sea plantain. Sea plantain is something that grows on the shore, North America, okay? And it's kind of like it's kind of like it's uh, a lot of muc- mucages uh, sig in it. You know, I can't say the word right now for some reason. But it's it's very like milky when you pluck it at the bottom like milkweed, right? And I could eat I could eat the sea plantain. That alkaloid's off the chart. Then I went to my friend's garden who grew lamb quarters. Grew lamb quarters. They weren't wild, but it was a different species and basically wild because they were a cultivated lamb quarters, but you can't really, they were too close to the wild, but it, eat, but it had a stronger alkaloid for some reason. 
It's just the way it works. Could have been the soil, could have been everything in his garden, you name it. Had a stronger alkaloid. That thing bit me. That thing bit my butt when I ate it. I felt it in the mouth and in the throat. I was like, oh my God, I'm having some kind of reaction to this, to this lamb quarters. When I could eat all the lamb quarters I want. <clears throat> You know, and the reason what it, what it was was the alkaloids were off the chart on that baby. Not oxalic acid. Not oxalate. But see, nobody knows any of this information. But that's the whole point. Nobody knows anything in the alternative movement, practically. It's all hit, miss, guess, folklore, crap, this, fake science, pseudoscience. You name it is what it all it is. You got to remember that, most of it. So it, it's tricky. The whole thing's tricky. So you got to be careful what you get sucked into. You can get sucked down the road. And remember, I don't work for anybody. You always have to remember that. I don't work for anybody. Except for guess what? Guess who? Guess who? Not myself. All right? Yeah, I try to survive so I can give you guys as much as I can. But I work for you guys. It's a difference between working for yourself and everything's about yourself, 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 yourself. And you just glean up, grab onto any information that you can make money off of, make money off of, make money, whatever it is. Or you work for the people. And so you deliver them information that's real for the first time. And that's what I do all the time. That's how it works. So the vast array of, of nutrients in so-called high oxalate leafy greens and celery, which isn't a high, and celery is not a high oxalate anything. It's not on the high oxalate of anything. There's some of the most beneficial available to us. Barely, or there's barely oxalates in celery, but there's oxalates in everything. Remember that. But barely. <clears throat> Medical research and science have not yet discovered that fruits and vegetables and leafy greens and herbs contain antioxalates. Get this antioxalates that prevent oxalates from even ever causing an issue whatsoever like the current trend says that oxalates cause problems because it's never oxalates that are causing the problem it's an alkaloid that's causing the problem it's an alkaloid tobacco is so high in alkaloids those tobacco leaves so high in alkaloids really is Gotta smoke it, smoke it, smoke it, smoke it. But you eat that tobacco leaf, that alkaloid's gonna bite you like ne like no other, and it's not gonna be oxalates. So if you go you go to a place where they grow that they grow that poison, where they grow that tobacco leaf, and you go there and you pluck a piece and you put that in your mouth, you're gonna be like, ooh, ah, what is this reaction I'm having? I could smoke the stuff. I could smoke three packs of cigarettes a day, but. I can't, I, this stuff is hard in my mouth, it's in my throat. It's an alkaloid attack. That's what's happening. A little bit of an alkaloid reaction. So, yeah. I mean, isn't it nice to have some clear information for once? Oxalates are widespread, whether we like it or not. You know, so understand that. But so are antidotes to oxalates. They're naturally in the, the fruits and vegetables. What they're not naturally, and there's no antidotes in meat, chicken, animal products. And people still aren't reacting to those oxalates, and there's not even antioxalates in there. That's how harmless oxalates are. There's not even antioxalates built into a piece of meat 
into an animal's body like there is in all the fruits and vegetables that the animals are eating. There's no antioxidants. They, they, they don't, they're not in oxalates in an animal's body meat when, you, when you're cooking that meat and all of that. There's no, you see, but yet those oxalates still aren't bothering anybody when they're eating it. They're like, okay, this piece of chicken's fine and whatever. You see, the common belief is that foods high in oxalates produce kidney stones and gallstones. Unbelievable. Protein causes kidney stones and gallstones. <laughs> Protein causes kidney stones and gallstones. I, I could say it again, but I think you got it. Not an oxalate in fruits and vegetables. So oxalates in fruits and vegetables will give you a kidney stone? Celery juice dissolves kidney stones. Lemon water dissolves kidney stones. Um, I can go on and on and on. Leafy greens stop the production of kidney stones. I could go on and on and on. This is unbelievable. Don't toss out valuable healing tools like spinach and celery and things like that and celery juice for mistaken theories for mistaken theories. It's so important. Everything I'm talking about. Sorellians. Let's go into Sorellians. Look, you might, you might pronounce Sorellians differently. P-S-O-R-A-L-E-N-S. I call them Sorellians. Sororians. Soror, you know, you can call them different things. Um, Sorians with an S and not even pronounce the P or however you want to do. But Sorians. But the bottom line is, these right here, this is going to be, this is a constitute fear, but this is a fear creator. That's what this one is. So let's go into that a little bit. It, it's an ultimate fear tactic that might come out that probably already is. It's used to, it's used to deter people from consuming celery juice. Saurians are phytochemical compounds, which reside in almost every single fruit and vegetable and herb. How do you like that? Saurians are helpful for the immune system and for healing our bodies. We need that chemical compound. It's actually critical for us to heal. Yeah. Any saurians present in celery is harmless. It's in fact critical that it's even in there. They do not create sun sensitivities or dermatitis. Celery juice rids dermatitis. So this fear, this fear tactic is just amazing to me. Absolutely amazing. Instead, Saurians help and rid people of these skin conditions. You got to think about that right there. How can some of the worst cases of eczema and psoriasis, and it's not just recently. I've been doing this for decades, promoting that celery juice since I was a kid in 1975. Since I was a little kid in 1975, Spirit gave me that information. I've watched people get their lives turned around because of it my whole life. When I was a stock boy in the grocery store, 13 years old, 14 years old, 12, 13, 14 years old, I was actually juicing, I talk about it in the book, juicing celery there at the store, bringing it out to people walking around out there, bringing it, you know, pushing their carriages and stuff, bringing it out when I knew there was a condition and problem and everything like that. I've seen skin conditions better and get better and better. I've seen that. It's it's not it's 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 not something you can't get a, in sun sensitivity. That's ridiculous from from celery juice. Okay, sure. 
You're not going to get it from celery juice. So these are some of the fear tactics that you'll see out there. If I don't prepare you, you can't then spread the word either. Because I'm only one little guy. That's it. I mean, your voice is, is what matters. That's what matters. You're just knowing the truth. And I know so many people with chronic illness, they're quiet. They're quiet. They're reserved. They're laid back. And then you got the naysayers out there that are just instigating purposely. They're loud. They're squeaky. They're scratchy. They're abrasive. They're abusive is what they are. And you got people who are literally trying to live their lives. They're trying to work day to day or not work, work on their health to try to get to work someday. And they're, they're, you know, taking care of themselves. They're killing themselves to take care of themselves, of course. They're working hard at it. And they don't have time to be squeaky wheels on social media and stuff and spread the good word and all this kind of thing. They don't. And they stay kind of reserved and stay kind of laid back. And then there are some people that are battling chronic illness that are fighters for out there spreading the word. And if you guys are one of them, you know, spread the word about these very things. Get the book and and read and just become an expert. Get the celery juice book, become an expert. It's really important because you'll save lives. You don't think you'll save lives? You'll save lives. You don't think that matters? You know, saving lives, you don't think it matters? It does. It does. It matters. It matters when we're here. The good works we do matter when we're here. We're only here for so long. It matters when we're here. It truly does. Every little bit counts. Let's go to the next one. So the Cerulean's. Um, hey, look, and prove me wrong. Pronounce it differently and just say, you can laugh at me. I could be totally pronouncing it wrong, and it's kind of funny. It's actually really funny, you know? I mean, I, I'm not an English major, and I'm... Certainly not the smartest guy in the world. My information is smart because it comes from spirit. You know, I don't have any training. You guys know that. It comes from spirit since I was a little kid. It's advanced medical information filled in these books. And it's original information because it's no one else's. There's no citations in the books for a reason. It's all from spirit. So for a guy that's not too smart and writing all that down, right from just sitting at the desk while spirit talks to me, you know, it's pretty interesting, don't you think? So, sore lens. So that's another way you can say it is sore lens. So that's a whole nother way. And so, hey, look, there you go. Let's go into salicylic acid. <laughs> you know, that's a good one, okay? All right, that's a good one. Salicyclic acid. You know, everybody's got a different way of saying it. I think that's the way to say that one. There's a tricky word, some of them. You know, it doesn't mean, hey, it doesn't mean if you can't say the word right, doesn't mean you don't know what you're talking about. So always know that when you're saying the word somewhere, it's okay. But, you know, salicyclic acid is is something that has always been a tongue twister. And, you know, basically it's got other, it's also known as other things. You know, salicylate acid is another myth and fear tactic that deters people from experiencing the healing benefits of celery juice. So this is another one. The theory that individuals are sensitive to this acid from fruits and vegetables has not even been proven by medical research and science. Here's another one. Here's another oxalic acid thing. This is another mess up in the system. How would you even know that's what makes you sensitive? How would you even know? In, in God's name, how would you even, it, would it even be possible 
or in the higher power, or in the heavens, or in the light. How would you even know if it was even possible that that's what you're reacting to, that chemical compound in a fruit or vegetable is what you're even reacting to. It's incredible. And so they'll throw that one at you with the celery juice too. Why not try to stop you from drinking celery juice with that one? You know, that's it. That's a whole nother one. And so you got to be careful. Since celery is not a vegetable, it shouldn't even be grouped in this theory anyway. This is a vegetable theory, you guys. Salic cyclic acid is a vegetable theory. It's an actual vegetable theory. It's not a herb theory. It's not even an herb theory. Celery is an herb. I mean, the amount of bull bleep that we got to sift through here, it's daunting and it shows you how even the top so-called experts out there know nothing about celery juice nor people's health in general. It's actually kind of like sad and scary at the same time when you really think about it. <laughs> it's incredible. So since celery isn't even a vegetable, it's not even, it shouldn't even be grouped in this theory anyway. Celery juice is an herbal medicine that helps reverse chemical food sensitivities that many people develop from gluten, dairy, corn, eggs, and soy. Celery juice is an herbal medicine that helps reverse, ready, chemical food sensitivities, chemical food sensitivities that many people develop because of eating all this gluten, all this dairy, all this corn, all this eggs, and all these soy, and all the soy that feeds pathogens that feed Epstein-Barr virus, Segalmenter virus, HHV6 virus, Simplex-1 virus, Simplex-2 virus, all the different mutations of all these viruses, HHV-7, many other ones, Strep, Staph, C. diff, MRSA, boom, whatever, all these things, and then some, just more bacteria than that, just tons of bacteria. All of this, well, eggs feed that. They feed all those little bugs. Eat your eggs, eat your eggs, happy, happy, feed the bugs, eat, you know, and that's what it is. Well, celery juice helps combat not only the pathogens that cause food sen sensitivities and all these other issues and everything else, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's anti all this. It's, it's incredible. Okay, let's go into sodium. Let's hit sodium. This is a fun one. This one is, is my favorite, is actually my favorite. The same... Okay, you got to get ready for this. <laughs> the same dietitians, nutritionists, so-called experts, blah, 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 everybody else, the same ones will literally tell you there's too much salt in celery juice, but they'll advise all their patients, clients, all their people, all their whatever it is they're writing or doing, they'll advise them to stick uh, salt in water and drink it. That's what they'll do. Irony is not even a word I could use for this because you have to attach irony with stupidity, with, with just plain old something, with plain old ignorance, with something else, with something else, with something else. And you have to lump them all together so irony can't work. I can't use irony for this one because I know for a fact that virtually probably almost every single naysayer against the sodium and celery juice Almost every single naysayer allows 
a little pinch of sea salt in your water because it's another, once again, no science behind it, no anything behind it, no nothing behind it. Once again, it became law. And where did it come from? Who the hell knows? And it's junk. What it does is the salt in celery juice hydrates you. The salt thrown in a glass of water dehydrates you. Dehydrates you. So that's the difference. The salt in celery are, are, are subgroups of sodium. Ones that go to the brain to restore damaged neurotransmitter chemicals. To fire up electrical impulses. To help you heal on almost every level. Those are the salts that your body craves, the mineral salts that your body craves, that your bloodstream craves, that your organs crave. Sea salt can dehydrate you. You have to be careful. It's not the same thing from an herb. That's from the ocean. That's not from an herbal food. Now, if you can, <clears throat> excuse me, if you can walk up to the ocean, right up to the beach, and you can just, you know, drink that salt water right there, just scoop and just drink it, and that would be fine. You know, I would start to believe you or believe them, the naysayers. The reason why guys died at sea was because they drank that salt water. The other reason why they died at sea, they had no vitamin C because vitamin C stops you from dying. Guess what's in celery juice? <clears throat> An unbelievable variety of vitamin C undiscovered by research and science. That's what's in celery juice. We're going to talk about that another day. We're going to go into the whole salt thing. Now, we're not a low-salt society. We're a high-salt society. I'm okay with a little pinch of salt. If you want it on some food, to flavor it, a really good sea salt, a really good Himalayan rock salt. I'm not anti. I mean, I'm not anti a little flavor in somebody's life here and there. Okay? But I'm anti someone ripping a hole in celery over its sodium when if guys at sea that were out of water were drinking celery juice that whole trip, they'd be not only in an incredible condition, the sodium would never dehydrate them. It would do the opposite. It would keep them hydrated on a deep level. And that's what we're talking about. That's the differences. But remember the naysayers? So there's too much salt in it, and they pass out that information out there. The so-called professionals? I mean, can you believe it? I don't want... Listen, I have respect for anybody with credentials. I do. Because it's not who they are as a person. Okay? And I'm proud of anyone who goes to school. I'm proud of anybody who goes to school and they get all the different letters behind their name. I'm actually proud of them. I feel like it's a serious accomplishment. I'm proud of people. I'm also proud of people who don't do that. Because they're doing other things in their life. You see, you see, but I noticed, though, you know, you can have all the letters behind your name you want. All the letters. 
But if you're sitting there saying there's too much salt and celery juice, so and look out, and you're you're advising your people that, you know, those letters they, they just become they're they're empty, they're empty, and you want your letters to matter at the end of your you know at the end of your name if that's what you seek in life. So anyone who's got credentials, which I'm a big time big time respect for all doctors and friends I have and everybody else, all the different credentials that people have, make them count. Make, the, make those letters at the end of your name count and not tell somebody, hey, avoid celery because, you know, because it's got salt in it. You know, that's, 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 that's just not going to work because if you keep on doing things like that, your letters, they just become like they're hollowed out. Make them rich. Make those letters after your name rich, like the work you did to get them. So, and doing that is taking information that's powerful, that can change lives and reverse people's conditions. And, and change your lives and don't make them fear, 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 celery juice, unbelievable. But yet make sure they throw pinches of sea salt in their water all the time after they did a workout, which is utterly ridiculous. You want celery juice after a workout. So we're going, we're in sodium. This sodium one's that important. That's why I'm going into this. So look, we're inundated with salt in our daily life. We just are. You can't run from it. While there are people who are mindful about it, they're a minority. The people who are actually mindful, that are mindful about the, their salt consumption is a really, it's a minority. It's, you guys got to know how small it is. It's such a small crew of people, it's ridiculous. Even the people that are mindful about it doesn't mean they even like it, hear it. So, the majority of restaurants rely on salt because if they don't, I mean, the, the, the majority, you know what? All restaurants rely on salt. They just do. I'm sorry. I mean, you could ask for salt, not to put salt in something at a restaurant, whether it's vegan, plant-based, paleo, keto, whatever kind of restaurant that pops up out of the garden. The point is, is what it, it relies on salt because it's never going to get a repeat customer if it serves bland food. Unless this minority who truly wants to be salt-free and they know the flavors are tasting without the salt, you know, walks through the door. But that's not going to keep a restaurant alive. I don't know who that one person is <laughs> that's going to walk into a restaurant and keep that restaurant alive. Because it's rare. The, the majority of restaurants, they're all on salt for a reason. If you, like, if you had never eaten food with added salt then went out to eat or tried a packaged snack, you would be staggered by the overpowering nature of, of the salt itself we put in food. So if you were born and you were raised and your mom and your dad, your mother and father, they were like, hey, we're just going to keep salt out of the diet. We're just going to do celery juice and this and that and, and spinach. Spinach is salty. Spinach is very salty in a healthy way too. And there's all these other, lemon has sodium in it. Lemon. So, and you're getting all these salts from all these other foods. And then you go out and eat, you know, you're now a teenager and you eat at a restaurant for the first time in your life. You would literally be blown off your seat and probably consider it's poison. Probably consider it's poison. But we're trained, we're brainwashed and trained to consume sodium and then our senses our senses, okay, in our brain, they adapt to it 
and then they require it or not required for a healthy reason, but for happiness. And that's how it works. I mean, that's just a part of it. So where does all the salt we eat go? Does it just go flow right out of our body so easily as it's entered? No, it doesn't. Some of it does. Even the most premium salt from a jar of organic salsa or the healthiest, kitschiest dehydrated crackers or salted nut mix stores, even those, even those, okay, a salted nut mix that's really healthy, that salt will store itself in cells deep inside the organs and crystallize there. It'll crystallize. We slowly salt ourselves to death culture. And this crystallization of salt builds up inside organs until they're pickled, until they're preserved in a bad way. I mean, it takes decades, but it happens. And your skin starts getting weird, and you start getting older, and then somebody say, well, I don't know why I'm, I'm, I'm aging too fast with my skin and everything else. Someone's going to say, you need collagen. <laughs> you, need, you need collagen. Unbelievable. And that's not what it is. It's because someone has a lifetime of salt crystallization buildup in their liver and in other organs. And they're literally getting dehydrated on levels you can't even speak about. Look, the bottom line is salt particularly embeds itself inside your liver because your liver tries to gather it up from your bloodstream to protect you from falling ill because we overuse the overuse of salt, which is part of nearly everyone's everyday life. Okay? There in the liver, salt sticks around for years. Sounded like salt sticks. <laughs> is there something, you know, like a salt lake, a salt stick? Salt sticks around in the liver for years and becomes toxic. <sighs> That's how it works if we're not cleansing it out. Someone who worried about their salt and celery should instead be worried about the onslaught of salt they've had throughout their whole life and in packaged food and everything, packaged healthy food and in restaurants and dishes and everything else. You know, that's what they should be worried about. The sodium in celery juice is a reprieve from all that. And it does even one thing nobody even knows about. This is a huge thing. And I talk about it in medical medium celery juice. You guys need to know how important this is. It provides sodium that not only doesn't harm us, but it helps us. When people are concerned about celery juice and sodium, what they are really saying is they don't understand celery or celery juice. So think about that one. It's a blind assumption, a blind assumption with no research in science to back it up when they say that. In truth, the sodium in celery juice helps loosen up and break apart toxic old sodium deposits that are crystallized in the liver and elsewhere in the body and freeing you from possible problems down the road because the sodium in celery is different. Celery juice's sodium contains sodium cluster salts, subgroup of sodium. It's the only thing that does. It helps drive toxic sodium deposits out of the body by attaching themselves to the toxic sodium and carrying it out. Further, the sodium in celery juice is what our blood needs the most and can use the most, the most. 
neurotransmitters in our brain thrive on this variety of sodium, which has just the right minerals and trace minerals attached to it. Rather than contains neurotransmitter chemical building blocks. You see, see, it, here's how it works. Okay, let me clarify that last part. That might sound confusing. And if you're if this is a <clears throat> a live podcast, meaning that you're listening to like live right now in the moment with me, afterwards try to do the replay or whatever down the road in case right on this part. This is important. So what celery juice does is it doesn't contain the building blocks to neurotransmitters. It does better than that. You see somebody's vitamin water with electrolytes, somebody's electrolyte thing, somebody's even incredible water they're drinking, like the water I like and stuff that I drink that you guys probably maybe see me with here and there. Like all these different things, you know, I'm not sponsored by any companies or anything or nothing like that. And I still say brands all the time to you guys. But the thing is, is with water, there could be these amazing electrolytes naturally occurring in there, but they're just building blocks. You get some from there, some from the salad you just ate, some from the other uh, fruit that you ate, some from the apple you just ate, some from all these different things that you're doing in your life. You get all these pieces of electrolyte building blocks, all these pieces of neurotransmitter chemical building blocks. There's only one thing on the planet that gives you the full thing. That's why people have clarity, get rid of their brain fog, all these other things start happening, your life starts changing, your anxiety starts dropping, their depression starts getting better. I talk about this in Medical Medium Celery Juice. You got to get the book. You have to get the book. You have to. And the thing is, this is what I'm trying to tell you, is the celery juice has the complete electrolyte, complete, so the neurotransmitter chemical can revive itself. Not just a building block, like a little bit in this water, a little bit in this thing you ate, a little bit in this, then you're going through the day and you're trying to collect pieces, you're trying to collect them. Minerals that find their way to neurons by chance when you're just collecting them like that. They're just minerals that are finding their way to neurons by chance, depending on what someone's eating or drinking, what water they're drinking, what, what they're eating, what they're doing. Think about that. Celery juice is the only food on the planet to offer complete activated electrolytes. Even with coconut water, you don't get complete. See, that's what I'm trying to say. If you had coconut water last week, you got a couple of the building blocks to your neurotransmitter chemicals. And if you had some good high-quality water, like Fiji or something, you got, you know, there you go. You got another one when you're out there. Or if you did this or whatever, and you get the building blocks. But coconut water isn't a complete. It's not a complete. It's just pieces of them. Celery juice is complete. That's why you have to drink it every single day. It offers a complete neurotransmitter chemical that are already bonded together to reignite weakened neurotransmitters after, and, 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 and it offers the ultimate neuron relief, our neurons in our brain. This gives their, them our, you know, it ultimate neuron relief. When electricity flows, it can flow more freely through a neuron with neurotransmitter chemicals restored by the complete neurotransmitter chemical 
option that's in celery juice. Celery juice is naturally occurring beneficial sodium is a part of this. You can't get this in sea salt, Himalayan rock salt, or something else. Remember, science and research is so behind with chronic illness. You guys have to know this. Every time I'm interviewed now, I say the same thing. You ready? I didn't know everybody was better. I didn't know science and research got everybody better. That's what I tell every interviewer now. And then they just go and write smack about me and put and try to publish it because they're irritated. I say it every time. I didn't know the science and research you keep on throwing at me that doesn't support celery or support me or something like that. I didn't know science and research had everybody better. I didn't know there was, wasn't like 2 billion sick people with symptoms on this planet. Actually, more than that with symptoms, way more than that. I didn't know. I thought, oh, so you mean they're not all fixed? Or wait, they're all fixed? Everybody's better? That's what I'm trying to say. With the science and research know about anybody with chronic illness, when it was just a decade ago, they told women to just go and get, go and get a job if you were lazy and tired. <laughs> you're bored, you're making it up. Think about that. Unbelievable. <clears throat> Look, as I say, all water is not the same, and all sugar is not the same. We'll add this to the list. Not all salt's the same. How about that? Let's go into water. This is a good one. <laughs> Let's hit the water one. On the subject of water, if anyone tells you that drinking celery juice is the same as drinking water, know this, they are far from the same. What you'll hear from dietitians, nutritionists, health coaches, or whoever, or, or trainers. Well, there's some, like, trainer guy out there, it's so-called, he's, he's known or something, which I beg to differ. He's like, he's sitting here telling me there's no stomach glands. Meaning he's, he's saying it on social media, he's not telling me. He's probably trying to tell me. There's no such thing as stomach glands, and he posted that. I, there's, no stum, there's no such thing as stomach glands? What are you talking about? Of course there is. They create gastric, they, gastric juices, gastric acids. They cr cr correct, I mean, it's correct. They, they actually you know, create all kinds of HCL, hydrochloric acid. And that's the stomach glands. But let's go into water a little bit. You'll get these same professionals out there that are just quick to just try to deter people from doing anything good for themselves because they think they want to own their space and they want to be the authority. So they just knock down powerful information. They'll try to like celery juice. And they'll say it's all water. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Well, every single person that I've ever talked to that had a chronic illness or every single person that's ever had a symptom I, you know, water didn't fix it. Sure, someone could be dehydrated and they could be getting one of those low-grade headaches or something and they up their water and it improves them. But people with Hashimoto's, people with thyroid disorders, hyperthyroid, people with rheumatoid arthritis, people with multiple sclerosis, Lyme disease, people with trigeminal neuralgia, water doesn't fix People with eczema, psoriasis, dermatitis, rosacea, water doesn't fix. People with lichen sclerosis, water doesn't fix. Vitiligo, water doesn't fix. People with severe chronic fatigue, neurological fatigue, or even fatigue that's just mild but still always there, water never fixes ever. People with headaches, migraines, severe migraines, back of the neck pain, body pain, back pain, feet pain, Morton's, uh, Morton's neuroma, plantar fasciitis, 
digititis, everything. Water doesn't fix. I'm going to go on a little more. People with diabetes, water doesn't fix, but celery juice actually reverses diabetes. Mm, what else? I mean, we can go on and on and on and on and on. If you actually want to insult a chronically ill, really insult them. Tell them they're getting better or they think they're getting better with a placebo effect, possibly, because there's water in celery juice and they happen to just be, you know, needing a little extra water because they're not drinking enough water during the day ever. So because now there's juicing celery juice, that's what's giving them a better feeling. Let's just insult the chronic allele by saying that. Well, that's what the dietitians are saying. They're saying it in articles. They say it out there. They're talking about that places. That's where you know, naysayers are saying, nutritionists, whoever. And I'm not against dietitians or anything like that. There's really some amazing ones that actually are drinking celery juice and promoting celery juice. I'm talking about the naysayers anywhere. Naysayer doctors, the naysayers, the naysayer people, whatever. So that's what's happening here. When sources say that the only reason the chronically ill are getting their lives back from celery juice is because it offers water, it's almost inconceivable. I'm sorry, but it's almost inconceivable. It shows confusion and a lack of experience and understanding of what people have gone through and suffered with. I've seen it. I know it. I've been there with people side by side. I've been by their bedsides while they've been suffering. I've seen it all. And this means they don't know anything about it or what they've been through and what they've tried. It shows confusion and lack of experience, I swear to God, and a lack of understanding of people with symptoms and illnesses and what they need to do to just be on a daily basis to survive. Yes, celery juice has more water content than other sources, but it doesn't have more water content than a cucumber juice. It doesn't have meaning like you juice cucumbers and you've got a whole thing of cucumber juice or you juice something. It's... it's still not as much as that. Celery juice has more water, yes, but it's hydrobioactive water. It's beneficial. Yeah, is that my word? That's my word. Where's it from? Spirit. Anybody who's ever listened to my shows or just tuning into here, wondering where this information comes, I hope I don't burst your bubble and get you to run the other way, but it comes from spirit since I was age four. It's hydrobioactive. You don't trust my information? Well, then how come I'm the actually first one that said Epstein-Barr causes Hashimoto's thyroiditis and have been saying it for decades and now science research, they're worried. And so now they're putting out papers saying they think it's linked to it because they don't want me to be the so-called hero of that discovery. And that's from spirit since I was a kid. So in lemon water flushing the liver, that's mine for decades now. But yet it's like law out there now. So it is what it is. It's not a simple matter of water content that's getting people better. If it were were everyone who had tried increasing their water intake would have already gotten better. It's unbelievable. On the subject of water, if anyone tells you that drinking celery juice is the same as drinking water, know this, they are far from the same. Water does have naturally occurring electrolytes, and especially if it's high-quality water, like say like Fiji or something, still those electrolytes provide entirely different benefits from those in celery juice. This is not even comparing apples to oranges. It's like comparing apples to beef. Water and celery juice are two completely different substances on all levels. Only the 
herb celery contains the sodium cluster salts, the special vitamin C I talk about, all the different antioxidants I talk about in the celery juice book, all the different phytochemical compounds that, that are undiscovered I talk about in the celery juice, special enzymes, trace minerals that make celery juice what it is. It's suspended. It's thick. As for putting a pinch of salt in a glass of water, thinking that that's the same or better, this is even more misguided. You are dehydrating yourself. I promise you that's what you're doing. Celery juice, on the other hand, is hydrating on a deep level. Celery juice's salt water are two different worlds. So celery juice versus salt water are two different worlds. They're just salted water is an entirely different beast, the bottom line. So you have to know that mixing celery juice with water is not a good move. Don't do it because they're so different. They clash and you stop getting your celery juice to work. If celery juice was all water and that's how it helped you, why would mixing water harm it? It kills it, literally dilutes it and kills it and destroys it because it's not water. They got to remember that. There's friction between them. You can't add, you, it's like oil and water. You can't, there's friction or whatever you say. Adding water to celery juice dilutes the sodium cluster salts and deactivates them while also interferes with trace minerals, enzymes, some of the most powerful aspects of celery juice that helps us heal. Adding ice cubes to celery juice, same thing, bad. It destroys the ability of the celery juice to heal the body. Here's another point to keep in mind when it comes to celery juice. Some sources say that people only feel better from celery juice because they're getting hydrated by its water content. These sources say it has nothing to do with celery juice itself. This is an inadvertent insult to the chronically ill. Remember that I told you that earlier. It's like telling people who have been sick for months or years, who have looked for everything, tried everything, you name it, to drink more water. That'll fix your problem. Staying hydrated is the first advice that any doctor ever offers anybody in health and wellness when they're sick. And people carry their water bottles everywhere feverishly with them because of it and remind themselves to drink more water. It doesn't get everybody out of chronic illness. I'm sorry, it just doesn't. These are people who have been in the weeds, tried everything for years. Water isn't doing it, but I don't want you to stop drinking water because you need the water. Yes, but it doesn't pull people out of the depths of despair like celery juice and medical medium information has. And if you're dealing with an illness, you're going to get results on, on celery juice, but you want to get full results if you're dealing with some serious stuff going on. You get the medical meeting books, you learn how to do the rest, like the celery juice book and all these other ones, and you move forward with your life. I love you guys. Thank you for hanging in there on this show because this was an intense one, and I know I've been, phew, I know I was ranting, but it's all in the name of making sure I got your back. Take care. I'll see you next radio show. I can't wait.